0: Let me take you back to fifth grade. Fifth grade, long, long, long ago. Mm -hmm. I wish I could show you a picture of fifth grade Jason right now. Maybe I'll put it- He's iconic. He's iconic. Maybe I'll put it in the comments or the notes. For a while, I actually did a whole assembly based around fifth grade Jason. Mm -hmm. And I took him to schools and I showed a picture of me in fifth grade. And kids who were like feeling down on themselves, they immediately felt better. Because my picture, I mean, he's- he was something else.
1: He
2: was adorable. He's adorable. You talk down on it. He's so adorable. He's he got the cute. round glasses. Big giant. And he's glasses. got his books. And he he's great. all had dressed up for school.
0: Anyway, fifth grade I had a massive crush. I don't know if you're supposed to have massive crushes in the fifth grade, but I had a massive crush. And she was a woman. She was my teacher, Miss <laughs> Chay. Miss Chay. Wasn't married yet. Wasn't dating. Didn't have a love interest. And so I absolutely loved Miss Chapey. So mm-hmm. Valentine's Day rolled around. I decided I have got to stand out from the crowd. So I dressed up. Oh, I went God. to a Christian school, so we had to wear a uniform like normal people do everyday mm-hmm. life. They wear a uniform. <laughs> but I wore a uniform to school, but that day I, I like really spruced it up. I had suspenders on. I put a bow tie on. Wow. It was. You brought it was, the bow tie out. It was incredible.
2: Was it a clip on bow tie or was it, it like a,
0: course it a Of course it was a clip on. Of course. And I did my hair, I parted it, it was beautiful, and I saved my allowance for like two months and I went and bought her a dozen red roses for my teacher. This is crazy. I did a little note, your secret admirer, you're the best. I can't remember what it said, but I had this whole plan. I had a limo waiting outside. I was going to rush her away off to Aruba. This is going to be incredible. She's going to profess her love for me. I got to class early. Nobody was there. I went in, I put the roses on her desk and Mm -hmm. the note, and then I just sat. Waited for everybody to come in. Girls start coming in. They're like, oh, 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 look at those, look at those. And then the guys were like, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, who cares? And then Miss Chapey came in. And typically, when Miss Chapey came into a room, you know, the ceiling parted. There right. was angels. I could see Grandma off in glow. the distance. There was a glow. They were singing. It was amazing. My grandma was actually leading the angel choir. Right. It, it was phenomenal. And so she walked into the room, saw the flowers, she walked up to them, she grabbed them. Oh my goodness, who is this? Who is this? I can't believe who did this. She's reading the card. She looks at the class and she's like, "Does anybody know who did this? I'd really like to know." And I took a big deep breath, and I was about to take a giant step of courageousness or courageosity, whatever. I don't know I which think is you the, the proper first time. I don't know, Courageosity. sounds that should be the name of the podcast. That'd be my second podcast. Oh <laughs> my, Curiosity. Anyways, I went to stand up from my desk, and my arch enemy, Mike, Your front of me, my frenemy, stood up, and he's like, "Miss Chapey, those are from me. I just wanted to say Happy Valentine's Day, Mike." And my life was like the giantest. I'm just killing it with words that don't exist today. Proper
2: grammar is amazing.
0: The most giant, is that what you call it? The biggest balloon you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And it was like all the air just...
2: just... deflated.
0: Deflated. And I was done. I was done. And here's... here That dirty dog. Mike knew I had done it. Somehow he knew it. And when he did that, he looked back at me and he gave me the look. And you know what he called me? What? Buddy. Ah, Buddy. Word. Buddy, I beat you to it. And I just sat there defeated and I sat there. And I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where someone, instead of choosing kindness or instead of, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, lifting you up or doing the opposite of deflating your balloon, filling your life with with life and joy, they did the opposite. I know we've all been there. I know Mm -hmm. we've all. So what I want to do is just dive into this world of kindness today and talk about how there is a better way where we can choose kindness mm-hmm. every day in our life, every day in our life. Well, welcome to this week's episode. Yeah. I'm very excited. My name is Jason Rates.
2: I'm Becca, Rates also.
0: Two Rateses. Two Rateses coming it's at you live.
2: So amazing
0: from uh, the living the Rates living room.
2: Is it the living room or is it like the family room? Because it's like the second.
0: This is a difficult question.
2: Cause like I've heard people say like. It's like the living room, but it's like the front room or like the family room. Because
0: you got a living room, you got a family room. I, I would say yeah. the family room is where you spend most of your time.
2: So that would be like what we have as our living room.
0: I don't. Boy, this is so confusing. I don't even know. But thank you for bringing this You're to welcome. my attention. Well, welcome to this <laughs> week's episode. I'm so glad that you are joining us, Becca. When I told my fifth grade story, were there any any of your childhood stories that just you just started to resonate or was it just, was it just.
2: Well, I have a, uh, like a homecoming story. I, it was kind of, I was kind of on the opposite side though. Like I was kind of on, I was, I would be like Miss Chateby. And then I had a friend who was, would be Mike, but then I was the one being asked.
0: Oh, okay. Let me back this up then. Okay. So you had a boy who had a.
2: Who asked me.
0: Isn't there, isn't this a Taylor Swift song? I I think this is a Taylor Swift song.
2: Prop. Maybe. I
0: was a boy, she was a girl. Is I that a song? I don't Taylor even know Swans. if that's a song. Okay, so you, you were in the, the reverse
2: yeah, situation. Yeah, so it was, it was freshman year of high school.
1: Oh. It was
2: the morning, like in the morning before classes. So everyone was in the hallway. We were like a tight hallway. And I opened up my locker, and he had put a soccer ball in there.
0: Because you love soccer. Because I
2: love soccer, asking me to kick it at homecoming. Oh.
1: And it was super
2: sweet, and it was super – like I just – I I didn't, I I was going to tell no, and I was going to do it super. In front of everybody? No, I wasn't going to do it. But
0: did did you open the door and the soccer ball rolled out and there was a sign that was in front of everybody?
2: It didn't roll out. It was just sitting in my locker, but everyone was there and I I mean, we were a small class, so, like, people knew what oh, was happening. No. So, I was, like – like, I instantly was, like, oh, was no. Was he, like, dressed
0: up at the end of the hallway with, like, cowboy was... boots and a cowboy hat?
2: No. Did he
0: have, like, a steer behind him? I don't know why You're... I'm going to the I don't know. All of a we,
2: I mean, we were a small farm school, but we weren't, like, that farm. Yeah. But um, wow. I was, like – I immediately was, like, oh, no. And I was going to pull him aside later and just be, like, politely, like, hey, like, thank you so much. It was so sweet. I'm going to politely decline, and I'm just going to go with my friends because this is the first homecoming. We had all planned to go together, and my friend, not my friend anymore, who's standing right next to me was like, well, what are you gonna say and i was like i'm gonna tell him no so she turns around <sighs> oh, in no. front of everyone and shouts no, across the hallway no she said no oh in front of everyone in front of everyone and i immediately was like why would you do that so then i had to go up to him in front of everyone and just be like hey oh. like i'm really sorry i was gonna do it later um but i i wow. was gonna say no and that wow. was that was
0: so you were actually gonna do the kind thing I was going to the do the kind
2: thing and, and do it later. And what happened was not and necessarily super
0: kind. Yeah. Well, whew, my goodness. <laughs> well, this episode we're going to dive into kindness because mm-hmm. kindness has so much to do with how we live our lives, how we speak with people not at them. And it's this powerful tool. Like it mm-hmm. is this powerful practice, this powerful habit that if we use in our life regularly, we can really – be a part of the change process. That happens mm-hmm. a lot. Before we kind of hop in, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. If you haven't followed us on social media, please head over to Facebook. Instagram. Instagram. Do we have a Twitter? Oh, we're not on Twitter. We're not on Twitter. I would I would rather be on MySpace before I was on Twitter. Maybe, yeah, maybe we should not, be on Twitter. Maybe
2: I don't know. Twitter's... I, I mean it's still kicking. It's still oh, there. Oh,
0: Twitter's huge. I've 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 read it's a dumpster fire. But I don't even know what that phrase really means.
2: Dumpster fire is like a f- dumpster on fire. Like you don't oh. like do you, do you imagine like you have a dumpster. Why would you light a is dumpster on disgusting. fire? Disgusting. Right. So then you light it on fire. Oh, I see what you saying. It smells. It's a mess. But
0: follow us on social media, go to Facebook, Instagram. We'd love to be a part of it. And we actually have a Facebook group. So if you want to join the movement, mm-hmm. join the movement to be a part of changing the world by, by using words that matter. We have a Facebook group. So go to speak with people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. There's a group button. Join the group. We put videos in there. We do encouraging stories. This is a place, it's a community that's developing where we can be there for each other, share like good news stories, mm-hmm. you know, encouraging kind of things. And so we'd love for you to be a part of that. And very soon our cohorts Will be the registration will be closing. They start the first week of October. So the fall uh, session of cohorts will be October and November. There's two different uh, timelines six weeks or eight weeks. And so you gather online. Uh, there's three different time slots a day. And there's three different cohorts to pick from lead with people, present with people, preach with people. All that information's online, but if you're ready to kind of take the next step, be a more effective, healthy communicator in your leadership, in your home, in your marriage, in your parenting, really encourage you to check out those. And lastly, don't forget the speakersconference.com, Clearwater Mm -hmm. Beach, Florida, March 21 to 23. Uh, We have a a comedian and speaker coming by the name of Mike Goodwin. If you go to YouTube and you type in Mike Goodwin, you're going to see millions of views because he is hilarious. And he was on AGT last season. America's
2: Got Talent. He's
0: the bow tie comedian. Bow tie. And so he stood in front of Howie Mandel and Simon and Sophia and the other person, Heidi. Heidi, how did I forget? Heidi? I don't remember how you That's forgot screen. Heidi Klum. I remember Howie. Howie, but <laughs> you
1: thinking. don't remember Heidi
0: <laughs> because my mind is pure oh <laughs> white. Is, no. Anyways, we might want to edit that part out. But the speaker, the speakers conference. We live in this world where distractions are at all-time high. Speakers, whether you stand on the stage or you're behind a screen or you present uh, in mm-hmm. meetings, uh, it, it's we're fighting harder than heard to be heard. We're fighting more than ever to be heard. And so the Speakers Conference will teach you this pathway mm-hmm. that will help you become a more effective, authentic, uh, empathetic, and captivating speaker. And more than anything else, our time together will help you be heard and mm-hmm. cause your audience to lean in. Because there's, there's nothing more deflating, more deflating than looking out over an audience when you're a speaker and seeing half of them on their phones. It's, it's just a, it's a crazy deal. So we want to help you be able to lean in. And right now there's this friends and family rate. So you've got it. You got to use that. It's just really incredible. Okay. So this episode, we want to dive into this idea that we want to choose kindness in our lives because kindness lifts, Mm lifts, lifts, Lifts. And so I did the thing where we, is it an acronym? L I F T S, is that what it's called? An acronym? And so Lifts is, this is going to be the, the practical framework so you can do this. And what I love about kindness is that, especially if you're a follower of Jesus and you read about Jesus throughout the Gospels, Jesus was cloaked in kindness. It's just amazing. He blessed a suffering, suffering people. Jesus is the one who continually went out after the least, the lost, and the last. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, And I think even in his uh, righteous uh, anger or righteous, uh, I'm going to use another great word, upsetness over the religious leaders of the day, uh, Jesus still extended kindness. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, what's the beautiful thing about kindness is it really does lift other people up. It breathes life into them. And the crazy part is, is that when, when you live a life of kindness, you're breathing life into someone else, but it also breathes life Mm -hmm. into you. And so here's the crazy thing about science. Science has actually proven and shown us that it's good for our brains and emotions to be kind, to love and show compassion to other human Mm -hmm. beings.
2: It's a serotonin boost.
0: A serotonin boost. Mm-hmm. Whoa.
2: Fancy words.
0: Those are, my words are more made up. Your words are legitimate and backed by your education.
2: Mm-hmm. Just a little bit.
0: But it's taken me a long time to be able to create words that don't exist. A uh, little sidebar, as a speaker, it's really, really fun to stand in front of a stage and mm-hmm. use some words that don't exist sometimes because I can see the heads pop up right away who are, like, more on the grammar Mm-hmm you know, the right, you know, word kind of thing. They're just like, that doesn't exist. He doesn't, does he realize that that word doesn't
2: yeah. exist? Yeah, it's because they also can't, it's not like you can stand up while you're on stage and be like, that's not a real word. Right.
0: Enough using that <laughs> word. But what is a real word is kindness. Mm-hmm. And kindness matters. Actually, it's a dream of mine. I don't know if you know this, but I actually owned the website, choosekindness.com. I did know that. I'm looking over at my producer right now, and he looked up at me like he was very impressed.
2: Wow. He does look very impressed. I can back that up.
0: Thank you, Dennis, for your very impressed look. I appreciate cool. that. So someday with Choosekindness.com, I mm-hmm. want to turn this into a website where we just it's just filled with good news stories about how people mm-hmm. are doing. Because I love that that when you actually live that sort of way, it's this serotonin, serotonin. Serotonin. Serotonin boost. I can't pronounce that Sarah word. Serotonin. It's this boost that is actually good for your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this quote by Martin Luther King Jr. Keep feeling the need for being first, but I want you to be first in love. I want you to be first in moral excellence. I want you to be first in generosity. Mm-hmm. Keep feeling the need to be first. Like right away, we're like, okay. Yeah, because that's what we're taught, right? I got to be the first. I got to be the best. I got be, mm-hmm. to be heads and tails above everybody else. And then, then Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., he goes into, I want you to be the first in love. I want you to be the first in moral excellence. I want you to be the first in generosity. I mean that's wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher his last name, Frederick Bueschner. Buchner?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with it. He said, if you want to be holy, be kind. If you wanna be holy, be mm-hmm. kind. And that's a whole other like story that we could go into because sometimes yeah. If you're a person of faith, you you trust in Jesus, you follow him, you're you're a Christian. You think being holy is like shielding yourself away from the world and holding yourself up. And I love this. You've got to actually be out with people and be Mm -hmm. kind to them. One of my favorite um, pastors, pastors? Actually, I think he's a Catholic priest. He's a Catholic priest in LA, runs a homeless shelter. It's phenomenal. I need to Google it. I don't know if some... If one of you guys could Google it right now, uh, Greg Boyle is his name, B O Y L E L A. Put Greg Boyle L A out because I want to give you the Homeboy Industries. That's that's his homeless shelter. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yes, Homeboy. You gotta you gotta look at it. It's amazing what they do and how they help homeless and how great yeah. Father Greg. He pours into homeless and men. He said this: kindness draws a circle of compassion. That no one is outside of. Mm -hmm. See, these things for me are like life rocking moments because I don't, I don't want to, I want to keep my people sometimes. Like, have you ever been hurt? Yes. Yes. Have you ever had someone speak at you, speak down to you? Yes. Speak words that Mm -hmm. dismantled your day.
2: Mm -hmm. it's really hard then to go back and choose kindness because when people hurt you, you want to hurt them back.
0: Right. But you can't. You can't. You can't. And I love this quote from Plato. Man, I'm just, I'm quoting it up today. (laughs) We're just throwing the quotes out there. Be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. Mm -hmm. Bam. Like Plato nailed it with that one. Because we don't, like, we're just bumping up against people. Things are going like crazy Mm -hmm. and we lose sight of the fact that they have their whole lives going on. And I don't know if anybody knows this, but life is actually a struggle. It's crazy. Like, it's it's not always easy. There's mountains to climb. There's valleys to walk through. Mm-hmm. There's the muck and mire to tr- dredge through. Mm-hmm. There's beautiful seasons. There's mountaintop seasons. But, like, every, everybody you meet is fighting a hard battle. And so... Sometimes people are facing things that we have no idea how to do it. And so instead of trying to knock them down even further, Mm -hmm. or like we've talked about in other podcasts about how our words matter, why not breathe life into them? Why not lift them up? So choose kindness because kindness lifts. Mm -hmm. Because kindness lifts. So we can lift people who are struggling. We can lift them out of the darkness they may be in. We can lift them out of the loneliness they may feel. Mm -hmm. We can lift them off the, uh, or we can get them aw- away from the cloud of apathy that may be over their head mm-hmm. uh, and we can lift them towards greatness or lift them towards love or lift them towards kindness or lift them towards help.
2: Yeah. Help. Growing up. Cause I, we moved around a lot. I was always a new kid and I had to rely on other people mm. to be kind in order to fit in or be accepted.
0: Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was thinking about why you had to move around so much as a kid. And I wonder how many times people asked you, oh, is your dad in the military?
2: All the time. Whenever, <laughs> whenever you say that you moved around a lot as a kid, people are like, oh, your dad's in the military. No, he was no, a pastor. He
0: was a, he was a youth pastor.
2: He was a youth pastor.
0: <laughs> and unfortunately for you, you, your dad in his 20s was, oh, this is probably way too transparent. Sorry. But was chasing his own kingdom, wanted to be the king of his own world. And really wanted to be somebody. And so that caused best. a giant lack of discontentment. Wow, that's, that's really deep. And we'll have to do a whole other episode about mm-hmm. why uh, discontentment, like, run and, and ruined my life for a bunch of years. But you, you were in those spots, so mm-hmm. you knew what it was like when someone mm-hmm. stepped forward.
2: Yeah. So I usually appointed myself whenever there was someone new to I kind of be that, that, that person to... To kind of talk to them on the first day, or um, be that friend. Yeah, at church I was always if I saw someone. I was male, just gonna say that. Yeah.
0: I would always remember at youth group. I would I see somebody new walk in, I'd walk over mm-hmm. to you and I'd be like,
2: right corner, seven o'clock. Yeah, my friends were always like, because I would always pull my friends over too, and they're always like, we're always like going to talk to people. I'm like, yeah, because we're gonna be nice and we're gonna introduce them to other people. That's what
0: we got to do. I love that. I love that. Well, choose kindness because kindness lives. Mm -hmm. Clive Barker said, you must be careful with kindness. It's usually mistaken for weakness by stupid people. Let me say that again. You must be careful with kindness. It's usually mistaken for weakness by stupid people. Mm -hmm. Somebody once said, I, I can't remember who it was. Great philosopher. Stupid is as stupid does. I don't know who it was. I think it was DJ Jazzy Jeff. No. Um, maybe it was Tom Hanks. I can't remember the exact person it was. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I know that it was Forrest Gump. Stupid oh. is as stupid does. But we think that sometimes, like especially if you're living in this, your, your world of life is about me, life mm-hmm. is about my success, life is about trashing everybody else if they get in my way. And kindness is not weakness. Kindness is bravery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kindness is strength in action. Because mm-hmm. it was not easy for you to be the kid who. It would have been much easier for you to hang out on the couch with everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so you were yeah. the one, you know, that were walking up. You probably loved that you had a dad that was always like, "Hey, go!"
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> it was so fun. So but, kind, of, yeah. But now, like, it's easier for me as an adult, like. To be that person, to, to to try to lead with kindness and to, you know, always interact with people. I love that. And it's not easy.
0: Like I, no. when I was your age, I was probably 110% extrovert and mm-hmm. there was not much introvert in me.
1: Yeah. Now
0: at my age,
1: mm-hmm.
0: honestly, if I'm being like gut honest, I'm like 89% introvert and 11%.
2: It's slightly different.
0: I mean, Dennis and Christy are here. They're looking at me like I'm a little bit crazy. But but I, I love solitude. I love to be by mm-hmm. myself. I love to go for crazy long walks by myself. Mm-hmm. I need that solitude in order to recharge mm-hmm. for the, the time. And so it's not easy to be the person who says, you know what? I'm going to kind of step out of my comfort zone a little bit. You know, for years, like I love networking meetings, <gasps> new people, I get to learn their stories. Mm-hmm. And then for a bunch of years, it was like, oh no, like, oh no, oh mm-hmm. no, I got to go meet be- I just want to sit here by myself. I want to scroll. I want to scroll. But, but kindness excludes no one. Mm-hmm. So choose kindness. Uh, going back to scripture for a second, James 1, 26, 27. I'm going to read it from the message. It's a, it's a paraphrase, paraphrase the message. James one twenty six twenty seven says anyone who sets himself up as quote unquote religious by talking a good game is self-deceived. This kind of religion is hot air and and only hot air. Real religion, the kind that passes muster before God the Father is this reach out to the homeless and loveless and their plight and guard against corruption from the godless world. Mm-hmm. Whew. So this is reaching out to the least lost and the last. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we think, I think the least lost and the last, we kind of put them in this category. Like, oh yeah, it's gotta be like someone who has no friends or doesn't, but it, it's the person who is brand new to the school,
1: mm-hmm. the person
0: who's brand new to the company that you work with. And they just need someone desperately to be like, hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're here the first day. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I started working at a organization in my past and my first day i get there in the office the desk was like set up on its like and there was no chair there was n- and like brand new i had to like go around and hunt for something wow. like even little things like that you know like if someone's starting new at your company like like do up their office make them feel welcome mm-hmm. i mean it's just those little things we're not even talking about like the the crazy end of kindness. Like I could tell you stories about the crazy end of kindness. Like when our house burned down. Mm-hmm. And then people would just show up at our house and give us piles of gift cards.
2: Or clothes or toys. Couches or, or
0: toys. Print, or, yeah. Or, or like the family that gave us a $1,000 gift card to Walmart. And we went and we could buy you. Like mom and I just bought you like so many fun toys because – not to get a little sad, all your, <laughs> your, your toys burned and you lost it You
2: lost everything, but it
0: was fine. Woo! Sorry for bringing that mean, I've gone to like two different valleys in this podcast. Huh? But if you've ever had a house fire, you know what it's like. You go mm-hmm. through the loss of all that kind of stuff. And then these people, like if you're – we were so blessed. These people – entered our lives and showed us such kindness mm-hmm. that I think at the end of the day, losing everything was hard, but dealing with the kindness and gener- generosity was even harder.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: to be able to process why people would be that kind. And so kindness lifts. And so let's break down L I F T S. It's just a simple way to, to, okay, how, how am I going to do this every single day to practically live this out? Well, lifts mm-hmm. starts with loves, kindness, loves,
1: mm-hmm. uh, <sighs>
0: The, if there's a passage of scripture in all of the Bible that I could teach every day for the rest of my life, I would teach First Corinthians 13. I would I would teach First Corinthians 13. The Apostle Paul's writing to the mm-hmm. Corinthian church. It was just beautiful. Some people call it the hymn of love. Some people say it's a description of Jesus himself. Mm -hmm. I have used this so many times as as I've officiated weddings and I've stood up in front of people Mm because they wanted it. It was above my grandma's dining room table that she cross-stitched. I can still see it. But so many people know it. Love is patient. Love Love is kind. kind. It does not envy. envy. I love it. But we're patient. It's kind. It doesn't need to be jealous. It doesn't need to be boast. Love doesn't always need to be right. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed. I don't know if you go on the interwebs at all. People want to be right all the time now. Mm-hmm. Mountains of hate in the comment sections. Like love takes the whole package and it says, "Hey, I want. I just. I want to help you. I want to be kind to you. Mm-hmm. I want to extend kindness to you." Uh, Brene Brown. If you've never read any Brene Brown books, I highly recommend them. Brene Brown, she says this, as it turns out, we can't practice compassion with other people if we can't treat ourselves kindly. Mm -hmm. So maybe you might, oh, this is a deep thing. Maybe you're struggling with extending kindness because you have a hard time being kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a different podcast (laughs) or maybe a different podcast episode. I would go and check up Brene Brown but it breaks my heart when people can't love themselves that way but the reality is if 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 you start to live that process and you extend that type of love uh, love them like mm-hmm. kindness love so the, the 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 circles of people in your life be the expert about them like know everything you can about them and mm-hmm. be be kindness so kindness loves kindness invites uh, kindness looks for a way to include others to extend invitations what are some invi- in invites that you can give people? Like I, I love people with a gift of hospitality. You walk mm-hmm. into their house and they like fought through the entire night just for you. It's just crazy. And so maybe, if you see someone by themselves, if you see someone who is, extend an invite. Extend an mm-hmm. invite. Loves invites and then forgives. Kindness forgives. Ooh, this is a whole other episode. Forgiveness is crazy. I think three of the hardest words to ever say and feel is I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is so tough. The reality is we all been hurt by someone. We can remember every hurt. I mean, I and this podcast already, uh, I have quoted, you know, my girlfriend's father who said some awful things about me mm-hmm. in one of the episodes about words. But we can't let them, we, we can't let them hold on to us. And so, maybe a practical tip for forgiveness is instead of adding people to your list Uh, Start erasing Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and move on from that forgiveness. And I'm running through these. But loves, invites, forgives, and then thanks. I think two of the most powerful words in our vocabulary is thank you. Uh, Two of the the next most powerful is I'm sorry. But kindness uses life-giving words because they breathe life into people. They bring life Mm -hmm. into people. So, again, I've already quoted Dr. Martin Luther King. I'm gonna do it again, but the time is always right to do what is right. Margaret Mead said, never believe that a few caring people can't change the world. Mm -hmm. That's what Speak With People about. We want to lead a movement to change the world through the power of our words. Mm -hmm. And so I hope this episode's been helpful for you. I know we went quickly through kindness. We're going to talk about it more in future episodes, but I'll leave you with this. One of the best definitions I've ever found for kindness is from Andy Stanley. He said, kindness is um, giving, loaning someone else your strength instead of reminding them of their weaknesses. Wow. So instead of being that person who's always reminding people of their weaknesses, you are loaning them your strength and helping them Mm -hmm. out. So this week, how are you going to be kind? How are you going to be cloaked in kindness like Jesus and extend that type of love, that type of invitation, Mm -hmm. that type of forgiveness, that type of thanks into the world? You can do it. So wherever you go, whatever you do, uh, choose kindness. Choose kindness. Well, Becca... We've come to the end of this episode. We've come to the end. We've come to the end. Thank you for being a part of this as my co-host. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. If you've been listening now and you have yet to subscribe, really would encourage you. Thank you so much and mean the world if you subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for leaving us a review on whatever you listen to. This iPod would love it. Or iPod on this podcast. Podcast. And we appreciate and we'll see you and we'll catch, uh, we'll join us next week. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you.